Hi there, listeners, and welcome to our latest podcast episode. Today, I am sitting here with Chad Nicholson, who is Vice President of Marketing for the Farmland Brands at Farmland Foods. And today, we are going to talk about a pretty exciting piece of news. Farmland Foods, the Farmland Brands, are getting a makeover. Uh, We ran this release a few uh, weeks or a month or so ago, and I've actually gotten a chance here to sit down with Chad. And Chad, I thank you for your time. Let's talk a little bit about this uh, makeover and see uh, see what you guys have to offer, what what it brings to the table, and how it, it renovates the brand. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Uh, sounds good. I'm looking forward to the conversation. All right, Chad. So give me the 40,000-foot uh, overview, I guess, here. What What is the overall concept here behind the brand renovation, the makeover, as the release called it? Um, what what's the what's the point I guess to be as blunt as possible? Right, and I I think you know the makeover is the result of of some prior work. So I think um, it probably makes sense to start talking about what led us to doing um, what we're calling the makeover. And it it really started with us going out and and talking and identifying who uh, the different types of pork consumers were that are out there today. Um, we did a very extensive piece of work that identified uh, who they were. Um, it identified what needs they have, what are their purchase drivers, uh, and what they're looking for uh, today out of various pork brands. And so um, what we did was we took that information, uh, we went out, uh, we talked to these um, consumer groups in a little bit more depth and detail about the farmland brand and specifically what they thought of the farmland brand, the current image of the farmland brand, what it was doing right, what it could be doing better, uh, and what we needed to say about ourselves to be able to make ourselves relevant to these uh, different types of consumers, but also stand out from the competition um, so that we would be noticed. And out of that came um, what we really consider to be our new brand positioning, uh, in which, you know, for us, what you're going to see and what you see in the makeover is really communicating to um, the consumers out there uh, the passion and pride we have in what we do every day, which is pork specifically. Uh, both on the fresh and processed side of things. And so what you see in the makeover um, is just an extension of that. How long ago did you uh, start that research, or was that sort of ongoing research and and something just kind of popped out of there that you said, wait a minute, we've got to dig further into this? How, give me a little more insight into the, that research and how long it took and how long ago you started it. Yep, it, it started uh, roughly two years ago, um, and... What it was was basically uh, a segmentation survey that we did. Um, what we got out of it was essentially the insight that there's six different types of pork consumers out there. Uh, and then we also looked at where they consume uh, pork, and so what were the different usage occasions that they were using pork in and why they used pork in those occasions and what the benefits were that they were seeking. Um, and then through that information, we then, like I said, we went out and we talked to the consumers. And then from there, when we knew what we needed to say about the farmland brand to be able to stand out and be relevant to these consumers that we uh, had identified, uh, from there it was a process of taking that information and really having it come to life. Um, and that, you know, has come to life through our new TV campaign, um, which we call For the Love of Pork. Um, and then you also see it through the new packaging that is now hitting the marketplace. You see it if you were to go on farmlandfoods.com or our Facebook page. Uh, We have a whole new look there as well with some new messaging around the farmland brand. Uh, And then we also have some things going on at retail, which are some shopper marketing initiatives, um, all related back to our passion and pride in pork and uh, for the love of pork. 
And really, between the time we identified who the consumers are we wanted to go target to the time we actually had this thing rolled out, it was close to two years. And that's a perfect transition to what I was going to ask next. I mean, the, the TV spots for the love of pork, for the love of bacon, et cetera, et cetera, and, and you mentioning the passion. Are you just chasing after kind of consumers who love pork and have passion for pork, or is there a, a subset of the consumer marketplace that you're chasing with, with this particular message? Yeah, so what we at least found out in the work that we had did is that there are um, a sizable number of, of pork consumers out there who truly have a passion for the product, and they truly enjoy cooking with it, preparing meals with it, and, and entertaining people at their homes um, and actually showing off what they can do creatively. Um, and pork lends itself very well to doing those types of things uh, just because of its versatility and its flavor. And with that type of, of passion that they have for it and the pride that they took in serving meals, it was very clear to us that they, they were really drawn to brands that they knew shared that same pride and passion in what we do. And so uh, that's really what led us down this path. And then that comes to life through the TV spots for the love of pork, uh, for the love of bacon, uh, we're also going to have a holiday spot that's going to be debuted in November around Thanksgiving time um, that really shows how the farmland brand and the different items we we produce are a part of those holiday traditions. Um, and then on top of it, you know, that's what led us then um, to where we needed to go ahead and take a look at the packaging. We needed to take a look at what we were doing online and those types of things. And it, it's really all to try and, and capitalize on those core consumers out there that we know uh, have a lot of passion for what they do and take a lot of pride in what they do. Okay. Now, the answer may be both, but I'm going to ask anyway. Um, is this message meant to assist more within Farmland's uh, current distribution network, or is it meant to help Farmland expand beyond where where it currently distributes product? And I, I only ask this because of our our recent cover story on Oven Perfect and the, the work being done there to kind of promote that both within and beyond the distribution boundaries if it, as, as they lay right now. How does, how does this message kind of fit into that strategy? Is it, is it more for within the, within the boundaries or to expand those boundaries? So you're right. It is the answer is both, but but you know what I'll what I'll give a little bit more detail on is is the, is the fact that so 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 the work that we did and, and where we landed and where we're going we we feel very confident that it can it can live across um, whether it's a, a current what you know would be a, a a core farmland market and or some of the markets that we might be expanding to in the future and so really what we learned is that the attitudes and behaviors of these consumers um, and the mindset in which they approach uh, the category is the same whether they're in the Midwest or whether in the West or whether they're in the East. Now, there, there may be some differences, um, you know, here and there, but for the most part, the attitudes and the behaviors are, are, are what are common, and it really doesn't matter where you live and or if, if, if you're familiar with the brand or not, this is a way to uh, for us to be able to express who we are to these consumers, and we feel like it works, whether it's a, it's in a market that people are familiar with farmland brand or whether it's a market where, where they may not be as familiar. So now, how long had it been prior since, I guess, the last, what you might call, brand refresh uh, for Farmland brand? Had it been a long time, and was did that kind of factor in that, hey, the time is right now to do this, or um, or is this something that Farmland looks at relatively frequently? Um, so... 
to my you know understanding, because I've I've been with Farmland now for for just a couple of years or just over a couple of years, that you know it certainly was common for, for Farmland to get out and talk to the consumers and understand some of the attitudes and usage behaviors of the brand versus you know some of the other other brands out there and or um, just to get a pulse of the consumer and what they were doing. But I think to the level of which we went out this time to really understand not just who the consumers are demographically, but uh, what and who they are from an attitude standpoint, uh, and really what motivates them, and what are some of the unmet needs that exist, and what are some of the purchase drivers that that are out there, and and to truly say, okay, there's these different types of consumers, and here's how they look attitudinally, here's how they behave, here's what they are demographically, and then um, here's what they like to eat, when they like to eat it, uh, those types of that type of information certainly was was new information, and it really helped guide us then to what you see today with this whole brand, what we might want to call a, a brand relaunch, but just taking some steps in the direction of taking a farmland brand to be just a little bit more relevant and a little bit more different with those consumers that we were out there talking to this time around. Okay. Does this open any doors for you guys, whether it be in terms of uh, new products, maybe product development, things that fit, uh, maybe fit a little bit better that that didn't before that this really speaks to or, or, you know, maybe there are other doors and other areas that this opens for you. What's, what does this do for the brand overall in terms of opening doors or providing new opportunities? Yep. So I think what it allows us to do at least, and I'll use one of the new items that we came out with just recently as an example. Um, And if you're familiar with, the Boulevard Brewing Company, uh, you mm-hmm. may have heard of what we, we were doing with the with the Boulevard Bratwurst. But that idea and or that item, um, you know, well, there really is no secret that guys like to get around a grill and cook bratwurst, right? Mm-hmm. But but um, the idea of being able to bring um, a beer brand into the mix and a beer brand that is seen as more on the craft side of things and a little bit more on the, um, I would say, Boulevard is very similar image within beer in terms of it uh, has a lot of passion for what they do. And those guys make, you know, high quality beer. And so to be able to partner with that type of company and that type of brand was something that we feel like fell right in line with where we're going with our brand around, you know, the pride and passion we have and what we do on the pork side. And so to bring those two together uh, just seemed like a natural pairing and to do it with bratwurst um, kind of around the grill, very much a beer occasion, very much a you know, a meat occasion, it just made all the sense in the world. And there was a very specific consumer uh, target that we were going after with that item. Um, and so uh, it just made all the sense in the world for us to be able to come together. And there'll be other innovation um, and other new products that are, are out of this as well that, you know, all of them will have to showcase, though, um, what this, you know, new message is doing for us around the passion and pride that we have uh, in pork. Yeah, I saw your Boulevard wheat uh, brats, and uh, it made me wistful. I, I used to live in Springfield, Missouri, uh, back in the day, and <laughs> I miss that that Boulevard wheat. You can get it a little bit up here in uh, Chicago, but uh, it's very very hard to find. And then when I saw you guys were doing the bratwurst with the Boulevard wheat, I said, "Oh, man. yeah, it's fun." Yeah, we were. Uh, you know, Boulevard has been great partners to work with, and they actually you know messaged some things out on their Facebook page in terms of of what we were doing and it was amazing you know they have followers from all over the country and it was just you know whether they were uh on the east coast west coast or or wherever they might be it was you know the question time and time again on the, on the facebook page for 
for Boulevard was, you know, where can I get these? How can I get these? Yep. So, yeah, it definitely was uh, uh, had a lot of excitement. We're just looking forward to, to building on that as we go forward. Is that going to be a, is that a seasonal item, or is that something you guys are looking to carry nonstop? It'll be, uh, I mean, the category in general is a seasonal category, yeah. but um, in terms of, you know, so, so, so that'll continue, of course, but uh, the item itself uh, will be available all year. Okay. Um, that's the uh, that's the plan for that. And then, you know, we'll look to see what things may come out of this as we go forward. Uh, like I said, those guys are great to work with over there at Boulevard, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing what else we might be able to do together. Outstanding, Chad. Anything else that you wanted to add on the on the refresh and or on the brand in general that we didn't touch on? Um, you know, I think we we hit on pretty much everything. I think one of the just the key things is. You know, it's a very exciting time here, obviously, and, and, and what we're doing with whether it's uh, identifying who the consumer is and what they need and then tailoring our message around that through the TV, the radio, um, the stuff we're doing online and in the digital space or the packaging or the shopper marketing at retail uh, or some of the new products. I think one thing I just want to make sure everybody understands and knows is, is this is all, um, you know, consumer-driven and, and to help us all that are out there, right, It's to help grow the category to help get people excited about pork, and if they get excited about pork, I think we all win. And so that's just one thing that, that we're looking forward to, to just doing our part in, in trying to help grow this category for everybody. Yeah, and you do bring up a good point. I mean, when when I was out there doing the story on Oven Perfect, there was a lot of talk about how Oven Perfect is not meant to outright replace or cannibalize anything. You guys have actually found that it's helping grow the category in the fresh marinated pork, and uh, that was that was interesting to me. So so it, it rings true at least at least throughout a couple of the people that I've talked to for for this story and for this podcast. So that that's it's good to hear, and I hope the uh, I hope the industry hears it and 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 buys in as well. So thanks, Chad. I appreciate your time, and uh, good luck with the brand refresh. And again, thanks uh, for joining joining me on this podcast. And I appreciate it. All right, well, thank you. It was a lot of fun.